What is up, guys? My name is. <laughs> what is up, guys? Welcome back to the Seek Life Today podcast. This is your host, Carson Harris, and I'm so glad that you're listening to this week's episode. Today, I'm going to be talking about consistency, and I actually have a longtime friend of mine, Cameron Williams, joining me today. Uh, me and Cameron grew up in the same church, and I have known her for literally my entire life. But Cameron, just go ahead and kind of introduce yourself. Uh, hi, guys. Um, I'm Cameron. I am a student at Georgia College and State University. I study education and I just can't, I'm just so excited to be here today. I'm excited for this conversation as well because it's not only nice to just talk to you, but it, it'll be nice to talk about consistency and how we can kind of like see that in our lives. And uh, I think that this is going to be a really neat episode. Uh, just to kind of catch up with one another, but also to like talk about consistency. But before we do that, I'm just going to go ahead and pray our way into this episode. So dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day and thank you for this opportunity. I pray that you would just speak through me and Cameron today, that you will just uh, let your spirit speak to us, through us and to us, and that you would just open the ears and the hearts of the listeners and that you would just fill them up with your truth and your goodness and that we can just leave after this episode knowing more about you and in your son's holy name I pray. Amen. So the first question I really have for you, Cameron, is what does the word consistency mean to you? Because um, I feel like consistency is a little bit different for everyone. Um, so what does consistency mean to you? Um. Well, consistency for me just basically means like something always like regularly happening, just always like staying the same or like constant. Like I think looking at like I did look up a Google definition and just being or looking at that some like synonyms for the word was like constant or like regular or steady, you know, things of that nature. And it's just like always the same or something that just always happens to you. Before, like I say, what consistency means to me, is there like anything in your life that is like something that happens regularly? Is there something in your schedule that is just something you do every day? Yeah, I mean, obviously I have like classes. I am a college student, so I do have classes that I go to all the time. But other than that, I mean, I also have like, I am a part of the BCM at Georgia College. So I know we have meetings for that every week when that happens or when we have 722, which is what we call our, our BCM events here. Um, I know those happen weekly and those happen all the time. So I would say that's probably the most consistent thing in my life. Yeah, I can agree with you on that one about like just school and like the different ministries. For me personally, it's like I have a routine on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I have 8 a.m. So I have to get up at 7 to prepare for that. Um, so I think if we look in our schedules, we can kind of see some consistency or, or like a routine that we do regularly. Um, but when I think of the word consistency, I think of steady and reliable. You mentioned steady, but that's kind of like a synonym of it. Um, but I think that... Like when I think of the word consistent, I think of like a person who is steady and reliable. And Cameron, I think that you're a pretty consistent person if, if I'm being honest, because for a few reasons, you've always been in my life. You're steady. You're always acting the same and then you're reliable. And so you're, I would consider you to be a pretty consistent person. Like I've known you since I was literally three years old. I can always rely on you. I can always, uh, expect you to act the same way. And that's kind of what you expect from someone who is consistent. 
So I think like the word consistent can be an adjective to describe someone. And we'll kind of like elaborate on that throughout the episode. But the word consistency is a noun referring to the quality of always having uh, or always behaving in the same way. And it can be used to describe certain parts of our lives if we look at our schedules. And we can see different areas of our lives where there is consistency. And this kind of like leads us into the next question, which is like the only thing that is forever consistent in our lives is God. Like at times we will fail or things will change, but God will never fail nor change. So what does the Bible say about consistency? And what does it say about being consistent? And like, what does the fact that God is consistent mean to you? And how is that helpful to you? And I, I know that the Bible doesn't like directly use the word consistency, but it kind of describes some different things in different areas that can kind of like relate to being steady and to being the same and behaving in the same way. So like, um, how is like, I mean, what does consistency kind of like point to in the Bible to you? Like wh- where in the Bible can you kind of see consistency and what does it mean to you? And like, how does God being consistent, uh, be, how is that helpful to you? That's actually really funny because I think we both looked up the same like article with like consistency. I didn't realize that as I was looking it up, but it is actually really funny because um, I'm actually going over first or actually I went over first Corinthians with a friend. We're now in second Corinthians, but it's like such a God thing. That's so funny because we were just going over first Corinthians and I didn't even like read, like think about this passage in a way of just like, yeah, like, yeah, that's there. But I never looked at it as like a consistency kind of thing. Um, so first Corinthians 15, 58, it says, therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm, let nothing move you always give yourselves, or excuse me, always give yourself fully to the work of the Lord, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not vain, which is so, so true. Like we as humans, we sin and mess up all the time. Like we are not perfect. Only God is perfect, you know? And whenever like we sin and we mess up, we can always go back to something steady, consistent, which is always the Lord. Like he will never like fluctuate or chain on us. He like would never, if like, imagine what would happen if he did, like, if we just sin and we're like, forgive you, he'll be like, no, sorry, that won't happen. Like, yeah, like he, he won't do that because he's just a loving God. So I just think that like, if that happens, like when I read that verse, I just think it's so cool to just be like, yeah, stand firm. And it's a really good reminder as well. Yeah. I really like that verse. And I'm going to kind of talk about that in um, a few minutes, like in the next question, because it it, it kind of helps answer that question. But before I, I get ahead of myself, um, some verses that kind of point to consistency to me would be like, Hebrews 13a, and it says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. And I think that this provides just so much reassurance to my life um, because like, if we look to his life, when he was a human being on the earth, he kind of experienced the, the same temptations that we experience or like he experienced some of the things, same things that we did yet, he didn't fall into those. And so the fact that he was consistent in being sinless it, 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 that brings reassurance to me because then he like went and died on the cross and rose again for my sins. And it's interesting because like you said, he will never change. He's like a loving God. And so like, regardless of what we do, we can go to him and expect these open arms to come and like bring, uh, I mean, these open arms to just come and like bring all this love and like just practically embracing us ready to like for us to run into his arms. And I think that that is something that's powerful. And I think as like Christians, that's something that we have to remember because like our lives, while we can look at our schedules and see all these different areas that are like consistent or where there's consistency, 
ultimately, like there's going to be change. There's going to be times where we fail, where we sin and we, we make mistakes. Um, but we can, we can have like so much reassurance in the simple fact that he's a loving God and he has his arms open regardless of what we do. And I think if we look at second Timothy 316, we can kind of get some more reassurance from that. And that is all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction and for training in righteousness. And this kind of brings reassurance in the fact that the, the scriptures are consistent and accurate. And I, I think sometimes as like, believers, we can have doubt that the scripture isn't really accurate, or or some people um, may have more of a struggle with this than others. But sometimes we may think that the scripture isn't accurate, or we might try to look for like uh, things that don't align up. But the thing is, it was breathed out by God, like while it was written by man, it was breathed out and inspired by God. And I think that we can have reassurance in that, because we can know what we're reading is like accurate. And what we're reading is what God wants us to like learn about what he wants us to hear. And so when we read our Bibles, we can kind of like see what he has to say to us. And it, it, it just brings reassurance in the fact that he is consistent, but also like the scriptures he provided for us is consistent. Um, Cameron, is there any other verses that you wanted to mention? Yeah. Okay. So I had more verses as well. Put down Galatians 6, 9 too. So it's Galatians 6, 9 is, let me find it. Let us not become weary in doing good. Or at the proper time, we will reap at the harvest if we do not give up. Like, I just think it's so, I mean, in that context, context, it doesn't say like, oh, remain consistent. But like, at the same time, if we keep, like, we have to be filled up to like pour out as well. That's, am I making sense in that sense, in that case? I think that was also really cool and such a God thing too, because I am like currently going, like having like a little discipleship partner myself and we're going through Galatians. I was like, ah, that's so crazy. The first two verses for me is first Corinthians and Galatians. That's so cool. I think that it is neat how in like what we're currently learning about, that's something that I have seen, like what I'm currently learning about, I can like kind of use that to talk about Christianity or talk about just talking about what I'm learning in general is just a neat thing to do. But I like how you mentioned Galatians 6 and 9 because it talks about not giving up and it's like perseverance. And I think that in our lives as Christians, we have to have like this, uh, this strive of perseverance and remaining steady and remaining like consistent almost. Um, I think that it's important that we like consistently run to the Lord with our needs and with our struggles. And so there's like this call of like, stay strong friend, like, and continue to like run forward, like continue to persevere through this race we call life. So Cameron, the next kind of question that I have for us is what, why should consistency be important in our lives? And we kind of already touched on this, but um, what do you have specifically to say about this? Yeah, consistency is super important, like super, super important. I didn't really realize that until probably last week. Um, I went on a mission trip with my BCM to Chattanooga, Tennessee, and we just helped serve um, other ministries. It's actually kind of funny because I was texting a friend, like she asked, what did, what did y'all do? And it took me like a good 10 minutes to just like type out everything in detail, like of what we all did. We helped serve with six other ministries and it was just made me feel good, but I'll touch on the mission trip later. But it was really important because we were all like in this big, like, open like church recreation space. And even though we like stayed up really late, we got up super early, like there was still people consistently doing a quiet time. And that encouraged me 
to do my quiet time in the morning. Even though I do have my quiet time at night or I prefer to do it at night, it was just really cool to just see everyone like get together. And when I saw that consistent, like me doing a consistent quiet time in the morning, like my day was immediately better. Like, (laughs) I don't know. It just, it was a great start to my day. It just like made me wake up a little bit more. And I just thought the value of it was like, or learning the value of it on this trip was just really nice to me. So I, I like where you're going with that because like you're consistent, well, like all of you, your consistency and like reading on this trip in the mornings kind of prepared you for whatever you were doing during the day on this, like uh, during this like trip. Um, what exactly were y'all doing? So on the trip, we did, so we helped with six other ministers, six other ministries throughout the week, just like helping other people serve. Our main purpose there was a um, D-Now that weekend, but on Monday through Thursday, we um, helped serve like at an after school program or we helped um, or we just like hung out with some moms who were like single moms who were happened to be in college or just what are what are some other things that we did? Or, oh, we helped like lay stone at in the front of a church. You know, we just did other things to like help them like further the gospel, which was actually really cool because at first I thought this trip was like full on like evangelism, like, oh, I'm going to like speak the gospel to like other people. And yes, that happened to like some of my other like friends and peers, but I mean, not have it didn't happen to me, but I know other people who had that experience, but at the same time it was humbling because I just realized that like my part there was like to serve. Like if I could just help them do something, you know what I mean? Like if I could help them like get what they need needed to get done, like they could advance the gospel further. Like with that, with the college or with the single moms who were in college, that was so special to me. I just love, we had like a game night. It was so fun. I think I could talk about that that day forever. It was just so fun to me. Um, but like we just played games with them and we just made those girls feel like they were so loved and special. Um, and just like knowing that they have like a good community where they are and then them having just like, Bible studies was really encouraging too. So I like, I like this um, because like the consistency that y'all had in reading the Bibles in the morning that really kind of prepared you y'all for like the day. And it gave you like a servant heart to go out and serve in the day. And I think that it, it definitely had an impact because it kind of like starting your day off in the word. And that kind of prepares you for all, all these days with you're doing different things and like serving. And I think that um important part of having like a servant heart is being in the word consistently. And so for me, I think that consistency is kind of important because it prepares us and it gives us like like a, a heart of the gospel. And it's like, not even just like consistently reading our Bibles, but consistently, consistently praying or consistently being in community, consistently just talking about Christianity with other believers and just having that fellowship is so encouraging. And so I think consistency like creates routine in our lives and it can be like form better habits. And so like kind of going back to that verse that you mentioned earlier about for it's like first Corinthians 15, 58, it says, therefore my beloved brothers, 
be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord, your labor is not in vain. And I think that Paul is kind of urging consistency here. He He's urging the Corinthians to be steadfast, which means stand firm, essentially. He tells them to be immovable, which means to not be shaken or moved. He He's telling them to be consistent, to be steady with the Lord and serving Him. And I think that this is interesting because like, he's telling them to be consistent with the Lord Um so that you can like go out and serve him. And he's like urging them because like the uh, the Corinthians had a bad tendency to kind of compromise their behavior and beliefs in order to fit in with their culture. And I, I think that we have a struggle with this ourselves. Like we have a tendency to compromise our beliefs in order to fit in with other people. But it's interesting because like despite their fallings, Paul is telling them, and he's kind of like remaining confident in the fact that they were followers of Jesus. And even though they had this tendency to do wrong, Paul knew that their faith was in Jesus and this would keep them steady and consistent. And so I think that we kind of have to see that we have to rely upon him for that consistency in our life. Like it's not our own doing, but it's like, it's him. He is what stays consistent in our lives. And it's when we are consistent in like reading our Bibles and in prayer and in like fellowship and community, whatever it may be we can kind of see his consistency more if that, if that makes sense. And so Paul kind of knew that failures would come and that, that they wouldn't stop the sanctification process. So there's like hope for us in the fact that we don't have to rely on ourselves, on our own strength to become more like Jesus and have these better habits. We just have to like give our lives to Jesus. And then he leaves the Holy spirit with us and the Holy spirit like teaches us and leads us and guides us in every step. He teaches us, at, teaches us as we take every step and we will begin to see things within us that need to change and we can focus on our hearts and listen to the Lord and walk in obedience to the convictions he has to He has to say and what he places in our hearts. And whether those convictions are to focus on reading our Bibles more or praying more, whatever it may be, we can know that being steady with the Lord and like consistency, consistently listening, listening to his voice and walking in obedience by his strength and not our own will. And I think that it's so important because when we have like this consistency, like you said, it, it like let, it prepares you to go out and have to like just serve in the community, to have this servant heart, to just do things for the advancement of his gospel and the advancement of his kingdom. Um, I think consistency in Christianity, um, I kind of touch on this later, but it doesn't necessarily have to be a perfect thing because like Jesus was the perfect thing. He is consistent. And so we don't really have to rely so much on ourselves, but to rely on him and his consistent really cultivates faithfulness within our own lives, creates closeness to him in our own lives and builds confidence in our lives. So consistency is so important because it just creates routine habits and ultimately renews our hearts to be more like Jesus. I'm going to kind of move into the next question. So Cameron, how can we be more consistent and like, where can we find motivation and um, where do you kind of find motivation to like have this consistent life? Because it's not so much that like our, it's our own will and we don't have to like strive to be consistent in everything, but um, like, where do you find motivation just to like remain steady in the Lord? So like going back on the quiet time, like answer, uh, to, like being more consistent for me, I would probably just be like, start small. Like if you want to read the words, start small, maybe like five, 10 minutes a day. And then maybe if you want to like grow that, like maybe do maybe like a bigger chunk of a section, like maybe 15 minutes, maybe 30 minutes, you know, like going on with that. It does not spending time with the word or with the Lord. I mean, it, it can be pretty great. It is pretty great. Not trying to be biased or anything, but 
um, like literally he would just be so joyful that you're spending time with him, like actively like choosing to spend time with him. Um, it's very hard for me to like find the motivation to like, sometimes I'm just like, Oh, I have to get this done, like get it off my checklist. You know, I have to check this box off for the day, especially. And since I do it at night, that's very hard, very hard for me to be like, ah, I can just go to sleep, you know, but, um, but it's really like, I'm very stubborn too. So if I can just be like, Hey, like you'll feel so much better after like doing your quiet time and getting in the word, your day will be like instantly better. Or like, you'll feel a lot better. And like that stubbornness will melt away. I can, I can, that's how I think we can be more consistent. And also for myself, because after this trip, I mean, we don't have like a time of just like 30 minutes where I can like just sit out in a, you know, in the kitchen where everything is and just like sit and read the word. And I say like, I can't, but I can make time. I can get up five minutes earlier. I can get up 30 minutes earlier to just do my quiet time in the morning if I want to move it there or I can move it there. But um, let's see, how can we find the motivation and understand that successful enough? Yeah, that's true. Um, I think you're also going to touch on this later. But yeah, like it's very hard to like keep it consistent. But like once it becomes like once you start it, I think it'll become a habit and it'll just like be really great in that sense. I think I answered that correctly. (laughs) Please, if you need more elaboration, let me know. No, you're good. I think that that kind of explains it. I think that for me, it is like a struggle um, to kind of like, I don't know, be more consistent or to like, because like talking about quiet time for me, like this year, I talked about in like the episode earlier that I wanted to read the Bible in a year. And that's something that I'm doing, but I have like some days I'll miss a day and the next day I'll have to read twice as much. And that can be very overwhelming. And it's just hard for me to like set aside a, a time that is consistent every single day to read it. And like there's a gap between two of my classes that I could read it for like an hour, but I don't necessarily want to just put it in that spot because that's what's convenient to me. And that's what I talked to a friend about this. And she told me that you don't want to like make God put God in your life in places where he's is convenient for you. And so I think I like how you said, if you really kind of want to like have that quiet time that you can wake up five minutes earlier, 30 minutes earlier. And that might be something that I will try out more. The only thing is like, I already wake up at 7am for my 8am. So like, have to wake up even earlier, but I th- I feel like that that's something that I might need to do in my own life to like kind of be more consistent in reading the Bible because right now it's like I I find times some some days and then other days I have to read twice as much because I wasn't able to read the full thing the day before or I didn't make enough time to read it all. But I think that it's important in like being consistent, I think like an important step in that is to like plan for a failure. Um, But in the failure, plan to rebound. So when you do fall and do fail, like whatever goal it may be or whatever habit you're trying to build or in like just the Christian life in general, when you do fail, just rebound, like get back up. Don't, I have a tendency of like when I fall is to like continue to dig the pit deeper and deeper into that and just fall into that and give up. But instead, like one time, like if you fail one time, get up and go back 
up. Don't continue just to live in that failure and let it consume you. So I think that we have to kind of plan for failure, um, but in the failure, rebound. And I want to point on that consistency doesn't mean perfection. I think I have a habit of pairing consistency and perfection as one and the same. Um, but but it's definitely not because, well, they kind of are. If we look to Jesus, he's perfect and he's consistent. But in our lives, consistency isn't going to look like perfection because we're human beings. And inevitably, we're sinful and we're going to make mistakes and we're going to fall short before the glory of God. Um, but in that, I think that we should rebound. And so I like the quote, just keep swimming from finding Nemo or actually finding Dory, or both of them, actually, um, because it's just a uh, reminder to keep pushing through and working hard to get where we need to go. And so uh, we think of consistency as kind of repetition sometimes. And and like repetition can and does build character and better habits, but we must be careful to not view our relationship with Jesus as something that is repetitive or chore that that um we must do you know you kind of touched on that you talked about how you don't want it to be something on your checklist that you're just checking off and that's something that i kind of need to work on because it's like it's something that i want to do um but sometimes it's like something like i i kind of put it in my head like you have to do this and like i I really do have to do it because like that's where i find my strength from in like reading the scripture and learning like i find motivation in reading that and so it is something that i kind of have to do but i really want my want to do it to be greater than my need for it because like while i do need the lord i really just want to have him so much more than i need him um but I think that you said something about actively choosing. And I think that that's something that we have to do on a daily basis. We have to wake up and actively choose Jesus, actively choose to be in the word, actively choose to pray, whatever it may be. We have to actively choose to do that thing. Um, so that's pretty much all that I have to say about this question. Um, is there anything else that you would like to touch on or any last thing, any last words that you have to say about any of the questions? Uh, obviously. Um, no, I was just, um, we, you were talking about how just to like, um, or how to like, just keep swimming. And it's just always like to go back on that, like consistency thing, going back to like the, the trip I just came back from, I was like sitting with some friends and they were just like, pack. we were packing our stuff up to go for the day. And she was putting her Bible in there. She's like, got to carry my sword with me. Like literally all this stuff is just so, you know, it was so good just to be like, Hey, you'll need this for like, you'll need this to obviously like the, the Bible is powerful. Obviously um, everything from the Lord is powerful. And just like having that with you and just like learning more of that or like, for example, learning the Bible. My friend said, um, as we were packing up our stuff for the day, you, oh, she's like, oh, we need to pack our sword with us, knowing that it's so actively, like, like you know, non-spiritual in our world. The world is worldly, you know? So just having, being built, or like having that consistent, like quiet time in you, prayer in you, you know, I just think that's so important to have throughout the day because I don't know, I don't know. I just thought, that was something really special. And it came into my mind as you said something else. And I just saw it. That was really cool as well. Well, that actually does make sense because I like how you got to carry my sword with me because like it is, it's a part of the armor of God in Ephesians. It, in Ephesians, it literally tells us to put on the full armor of God and the the Bible is like the sword of the spirit. And so we have that to like actively combat sin and like spiritual warfare and the stuff that's going on in the worldly world that we live in. So it's definitely important to like pick up our sword and carry it with us. Um, 
I, I really like that. That's a cool concept because it's, it's, and it might not necessarily even be like picking up the sword and physically taking the Bible with us, but it might be like remembering verses and keeping them in your head and like using them in situations. Um, that's something that I would like to do more of is like memorize scripture, but also something that we kind of forget is we have our phones with us 24 seven. Like we always have our phones, but the thing is we can literally have the Bible on our phones through the Bible app. And we have like access to so many different versions. We have so many different, we have access to like so many different commentaries, so many different things. And it's readily available to us on our cellular devices, but yet we forget that and we, we don't use them in, in the ways that we could use them. And so that's something that I kind of am like targeting at myself. I like to do that in the podcast. It's just like, uh, throw what I'm struggling with or what I need to work on at myself. <laughs> um, but um, if you don't have anything else, I'm going to ask you to just pray and then we'll finish the episode. All right. Sure. Okay. We'll pray. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, just thank you again for this day. Lord, I just thank you for Carson for having this platform to just share the gospel and your word to other listeners out there. I just pray that everyone who's listening to this podcast, just they take something from it and just carry out with them. Lord, I just pray that all of these listeners are just yearning to be more consistent, just to learn more about you on a daily basis, not a weekly basis. Uh, Lord, I just pray that we just have a great rest of our week in your name. Amen. Yes. Amen. 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 I really like how not on a weekly basis, I think that we have a tendency to just to think, oh, I go to church. You don't want to be a, just a church only Christian and go sit in a pew once a week. Um, because like, I mean, it's good to go to church, but like Christianity or really Jesus in general has so much more to offer. And I think that that is kind of like, it's so amazing because it's like, you have so much more to experience. You're really missing out if you only go to church once a week. Um, I really like how you said that, but um, I wanted to just say thank you so much for joining me. This has uh, been a work in the progress. This is It's almost been a full year since I asked you to be on the podcast and I'm just now getting around to doing it. So thank you so much for joining me. Also, thank you to all the listeners who have listened this far. It really means a lot to me and I uh, would really appreciate it if you left a review and a rate. That really helps just the growth of the podcast and it lets me know what type of content you like to hear, uh, what type of topics you like to hear. Uh, so thank you again, Cameron, for ha- uh, for joining me. Thank you all for listening. And um, I kind of have a little challenge. I don't challenge all the listeners. It's very simple, but it's just to pray more. Uh, pray before your meals. Um, we eat three meals a day and praying before those meals is three chances in the day to pray to the Lord. And I think that we should like pray more than that in our days. But this is something that I kind of seen in my life. Sometimes um, I, out of like busyness and hurriness, I try to just eat the food and go when I really should just take a minute, just to set a minute aside before I eat and pray and just thank the Lord for what he has done in my day and for the food that he has given me to eat. So that's a kind of like a challenge I have. Do you have a challenge that you would like to share with the listeners or urge them to do? Yeah, I think also just going back from this trip, I just need to make God my first priority. And then whatever happens like in the week, I usually, if something bad usually happens in the week, I usually call my mom or my best friend. AKA I did not choose God first. And I just think if I literally just give it to God first, like everything else will fall into place. So I encourage your listeners 
if you're up for the challenge to just put God first and literally everything you like, anything you do, like, oh, I need to get ABC done. You know what I mean? Like he'll like work that out for you or at least give you the peace and the strength to like go through that alone or like go through that. He won't let you go through it alone. So yeah, that's my challenge. Yeah, he definitely, he won't let you go through it along. I like how you said that, but I think also that he can be glorified in doing that. If we give like everything that we're doing, if we just give it to him, he can kind of like use that situation to bring glory to his name. But um, he's such a good, good father. He's with us constantly. He's there for us. His arms are wide open. We just have to go to him. He's consistent in our lives. He's always going to be there. He always has. And he says, I love you. He has open arms and he just wants you to go to him with everything. Um but that is all that we have for today. So as always, be blessed and seek life today. Oh.